Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Quench the East. That's my spirit. It, 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 it's the thing to do right now. I think it's the best medicine for New York New York can get right now. And it shows. New York is showing it. The emotions after 9-11, you can't discount that. I mean, these guys were playing for something bigger. But man, you could almost feel the toll it was taking because of their age, older team. This group knew there were guys who were not going to be coming back to the Yankees or to baseball again. They knew it was sort of their last run. Well, Oakland A's lead the Yankees two games to nothing in this best of five series. The Yankees are in a tough spot. They've lost a couple of games to the Oakland A's at home, and now they're going out to Oakland. Get one game and the Yankees are dead. It's all you gotta do. Pitchers have been fabulous. Messina, one pitch better. Seventh inning, runner on first, two outs. Game's on the line here. And now comes Terrence Long. I mean, we're on the verge of being eliminated. You know, if they tie the game, you never know what's going to happen. Ready, here's the set. And the pitch to Long. I think people were in shock, especially on their side. If you just look at their dugout. Here comes Derek Jeter swooping over from shortstop. I'd never seen a baseball play like that. That's about as good a play as you'll ever see. As a shortstop, um, you know, I got to read the play. In this particular situation, Spence overthrew both cutoff men, so I'm the third cutoff man. I improvised the flip play, but I was in the area that I was supposed to be. The only thing going through my head is, I gotta get it to Jorge as soon as possible. If you see me, I'm going out to get the ball to, to throw the ball to second base. I'm out of corner of my eye, see him running, and then I go back to the plate. And I just like, I mean, I just went like that. Thank God he doesn't slide, because if he slides, he's safe. It was all about Derek's presence of mind, what I call this elastic, improvising kind of attitude. I think it's more of an artist kind of quality. That was a thing of beauty. Everybody likes to call that play a play of great instinct by Derek Jeter. It's not a play of instinct. It's a play of practice, preparation, and understanding the moment. Does Jeter always seem to just step up when his team needs him most? I think it probably did change the series. Soriano's got it, and the Yankees live to play another day. I don't remember the score of the next game after that. I don't remember the next day's score. We're going back to the Bronx for game five. It's funny how that happens, right? You remember that play and that game. I can't tell you anything about the, <laughs> the next two. 1-1 <laughs> one, one to Terrence Long. Popped up, third base side. Brocious and Jeter both over. had a tough road to get back to the World Series. They were facing a Seattle team that won 116 games. The Yankees took care of them pretty quickly. Yankees, for the fourth year in a row, have a date with a fall classic. I have never been prouder of a group of men in my life. Whatever motivated us, I know the NY and your cap did a great deal of it because of what went on September 11th. God bless you. The New York Yankees trying for their fourth consecutive World Series title. This is the first major championship to be played for on this soil since September the 11th. We got to that World Series, man. It was it was exhausting. And then playing Arizona and we're facing Schilling and Randy Johnson. Complete game three. 
I don't believe that we were tired physically, mentally either. But I think the whole thing sort of took a toll emotionally, collectively as a team. One thing we know about the Yankees, they do not panic. Ground Zero is still smoldering. They want you to represent what it means to get up off the ground when you've been badly hurt. And the President of the United States is on the premises. There were snipers on the rooftop. The weight you feel on your shoulders as a player in New York. I remember President Bush coming in and wanting to find a place to throw. And I said, Mr. President, if you go out the door, turn to the right, you got to go about 100 yards. Our batting cage is down there. He wanted to make small talk with DJ and he's like, Derek, any pointers? And I think DJ told him, this is New York and Yankee Stadium. If you bounce it, Mr. President, they're probably going to boo you. And I think he said, oh man, I'm nervous now. The President of the United States. You know, Roderick wins a dandy for us. He, he wins game three, which was huge. The Yankees win! Game four. 3-1 Arizona, bottom of the ninth. Trying to go up in this series, three games to one. There's some strange things that happen in Yankee Stadium. So now it's the tying run at the plate in the person of Tino Martinez, and the Diamondbacks are one out away. I don't know if you can explain it. Just seems like... Just when you think you've seen it all, the ghosts show up. You know, when you use the words mystique and aura, those are dancers at a nightclub. Those aren't things that we concern ourselves with. One on, two out, pitches, swung on and drilled. The deep right center, it is high, it is far, it is gone! The Bam Tito with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, and the Yankees on the precipice of defeat tie the game at three. Yeah, I guess the ghosts did come out at that time. <laughs> and uh, so did 55,000 other people. At the end of nine and a half, Yankees three, Diamondbacks three. So we, we came off the field. I put my glove down. Derek came running through the glove down and said, this game's over. And I said, all right, whatever. Yeah, I probably said it. And these chimes mean it is November. For the first time in the history of Major League Baseball, playing the World Series during the month of November. In November, Mr. T's contract was up, and he used to always hold my bat. And as I was coming up to go on deck, I told him, I said, listen, in a few minutes, you're going to have no contract. This is the last time I have to listen to you. So you better put a hit in there. Young Hun Kim trying to send this game to the 11th. Kim threw sidearm. I hated sidearm pitchers my entire career. Didn't see him, couldn't pick him up, didn't like him. Down the right field line, slicing foul. Balance the pitches off, and as the at bat went on and on, I started to see him a little bit better. Mr. November. <laughs> Somebody has to be. Eric's mom and dad in attendance. 3 2 pitch. Swung on a drill to right field. Going back, Sanders. And a check at the wall. Stay ya! Stay ya! Stay ya! A home run by Derek Jeter. Oh, oh, what a ball game! A game winning. Every dream you have as a child is in the backyard, you're hitting a home run of the World Series. It, it happens so quick. And on a cool November morning, Derek Jeter ends a thrilling night of baseball. And this crowd was going crazy. They're looking for an emotional release. It's insanity. The Yankees are back. They're 2-2. And the World Series is back in their favor. Yankee Stadium, Game 5, the swing game in the World Series. And boy, it's going to be tough to have an encore because last night was about as good as it gets. 2 nothing, bottom of the ninth inning. Surprise of surprise after throwing 72. When the weather's on your mind, make sure the buzz is on your radio. 103.7 The Buzz. This was going through my mind. Seriously, did it just happened again? The Yankees rise from the absolute dead. We go to extra innings tied at two. Now it's the rookie Alfonso Soriano. En lo que había pasado la noche anterior, en lo que pasó con Brochel en los innings anterior, y pensé, wow, ahora me toca a mí. On 
gave the city what it needed, that bolt of energy. To me, I felt at the time that it was just a sign of, of great things to happen. These last two games defied description. Then you just know it, we're like this, we're destined to win this World Series. I mean, I don't care what anyone says, we were supposed to. The Arizona Diamondbacks score 15 runs. Game six belongs to Arizona. Forcing game seven tomorrow night. You know, you forget about the game six and you like look forward to game seven. Here in game seven, it's 1-1 in the eighth. Kurt Schilling to Alfonso Soriano. Here's the 0-2. Swung on and hit in the air to deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Alfonso Soriano has given the Yankees a 2-1 lead. Solamente me pasaba por la mente, eh, ganamos la Serie Mundial porque ya viene Mariano Rivera. And the Yankees are six outs away from winning their fourth straight world championship. It's over. There we go. That's it. We just won four in a row. Bottom of the ninth inning. Last chance for the Diamondbacks. Down two to one. I mean, that was just the epitome of, you know, what we called championship baseball you know putting ourselves in a position that we can strike and if the opportunity comes take advantage of it and have Mariano shutting things down for us so you tell me Mariano you knew that you were winning I said man it's no doubt there's no doubt that we're winning this man I'm at shortstop thinking about okay what what am I gonna say in the post-game press conference we just won four in a row I was waiting the ball to cross the field because if he were to throw the ball to first base, he's out by 10 feet. Jay Bell's about halfway down the line. This thing is, is shifting. I don't know why, but I don't I don't feel what I what I was feeling before. Two on, one out, and Womack in the right field, a hit. Tony Womack delivers, it's 2-2. Well, that is Rivera's first postseason blown save since 1997. You went and told any team in baseball, hey, look, put you in game seven of the World Series in the bottom of the ninth with a one-run lead, with Mo on the mound. Everyone takes that. Hit by the pitch. The bases are loaded. The chance of a lifetime for Luis Gonzalez. Infield in, one out. And the 0-1 delivery. And a little blooper. Base hit. Diamondbacks win. The Diamondbacks have unseated the New York Yankees as a world champion. I love the World Series. And uh, it felt horrible. Guys, if I have to... to express or define the feeling about that, it was horrible. Out of everything we have done, knowing that we were playing for something that transcended us, the team, it was not about the Yankees, it was about something bigger than us, and I really wanted this so bad. It was the most devastating thing that I've been a part of at the Major League level. I felt like they're on the field celebrating what is ours and devastating. Pissed off. Yeah, man, it was, it was, that was rough. Every person that I talked to who saw Derek in the trainer's room said that he was fuming. He was so angry that they lost. The other guys were seemingly at peace, looking at the big picture. We've had a great run here where Derek absolutely shocked that in the end they didn't figure out a way to win because he always wins. He took it rough. That was a tough offseason down in Tampa. Didn't even utter baseball. He was moody, very moody. Yeah, I guess moody's a good way to put it. Didn't sleep, shaking your head, 
didn't want to talk to anybody. You just disappointed. And that mindset is why that group was able to win all those championships. Because I'm guessing a lot of teams would probably sit there, hey, well, we won three. That's okay. You can't win them all. No, 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 no. The greatest thing you can have is never being satisfied with success. As much as you win, it's never enough. I think Michael, Tiger, Derek, they were wired that way. I appreciate him as a competitor. He wanted no faults in his game. To me, that's a champion. Willing to look at himself and say, how can I be better? How can I inspire other players? And Derek always had that mentality. It's that love of the game of baseball. That dude is a winner, and he's always been a winner. Tommy John's latest innovation is here. Introducing Hammock Pouch Underwear. A lightweight interior hammock provides superior daily support to nestle you in insanely soft comfort. It works by eliminating the swing and cling that causes chafe while allowing for breathable, sweat-free relief. Check out our five-star reviews online right now. Because here's the rub. With hammock pouch underwear, there is none. Go to TommyJohn.com for 25% off site-wide. Grand Canyon University specializes in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Find your purpose. Visit gcu.edu. How about a spark of inspiration? Oops. Let's get this thing rolling. Ta-da! Try that on for size. Yeah! <laughs> Level up in Forge of Empires. Play now for free at foe.tv or download the app. Meet Away's iconic suitcases, redesigned with even more traveler-friendly features. In new colors, inspired by the world. More color, more luggage, more travel. Shop at awaytravel.com. Internet without malicious websites. Without malware-ridden files. Zen. Be more cyber zen. Get NordVPN. Make a really delicious meal right at home. I love the fact that they always send me something different that I never would have made. They just have the most amazing recipes delivered right to your door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TV17 and use code TV17 to get this Labor Day offer. Football is back. Got your new fantasy team name? Check. Jersey? Check. Grill? Check. Fancy grill. Backyard party? Check. Passport? Check. Troy and Joe? Check. Bro and bro? Check. Chips and dip? Check. Bella? Check. Every emotion in the emotion burst all season long. Check, baby. But I'm about to. Rockies, Giants, an NLS battle on Sunday Night Baseball. 
2001 season, Paul O'Neill retires, Scott Brocious retires, Tina Martinez goes off to another team, and Derek has now become one of the veterans on the team. And I think at that point, it's really his team. Their loss in the 2001 World Series infuriates George Steinbrenner. And he tells Brian Cashman, look, we did it your way, that didn't work, and so he's going to do it his way going forward, which is the import of all of these outside players. I think the clubhouse culture changed dramatically. It felt like a lot of Island of Misfit Toys situation, as opposed to a team fitting together. One to Nick Johnson. Popped up. One of the hallmarks of George Steinbrenner as owner of the Yankees was he was not afraid to call out star players on the team in the media. And that was at a time when, you know, stories would... Nintendo Heroes. Something big is about to happen. The Buzz is your station. Share it with someone worthy today. George wanted his pound of flesh a little bit. You know, I used to meet with the boss every offseason because we were both in Tampa. So I go see him, and he tells me, he said, listen, I don't want to hear about you being at a birthday party until 3 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, all right, not that really that big of a deal. And one of the members of the media asked me, are you doing anything differently this off season? I said, no, I'm doing everything the same. I'm here early, I'm working out, getting ready for next season. The next day, the headline was party on. I refused to change my partying ways to please the boss. It became a thing that Derek was a... A party animal. And George knew Derek wasn't a party animal. Everybody knew Derek wasn't a party animal. I said, look, you know, you started the story, right? Now you have to end it. You're the one that came out and mentioned this. So go and you fix it. And he starts yelling at me. I thought you were coming in here to apologize for getting me in the paper. And I said, me apologize. So we're going back and forth. We're yelling. And actually, I walk out of his office and he slaps me on the back. And I look, and all the employees have their heads in the hallways because they're listening to us go back and forth. Right about that time, we were doing a potential new advertising campaign with Visa. I got a call from someone connected with this Visa commercial, and they're coming to me for Mr. Steinbrenner. This might be an interesting twist. You too, boss, can be part of the commercial. So then I dislocated my shoulder on opening day in Toronto. Went back to Tampa to rehab. That's when we filmed the Visa commercial. Come on in, Derek. You're our starting shortstop. How can you possibly afford to spend two nights dancing, two nights eating out, and three nights just carousing with your friends? Oh. If you want to enjoy the New York... I'm probably one of the few people in the world to ever see him dance in a conga line. He would only do it once. He said they better get it because he wasn't going to do it again. You know, we got into it a couple times, you know, but it was healthy. You know, a few weeks later, I went uh, back to New York, and this was Hideki Matsui's first season with the Yankees. So I said, okay, I'm going to have Matsui over. I'm going to invite all my teammates. We're going to take him out afterwards. There's 10, 15 teammates all at this club in New York. Next day... Back page, picture of me saying that Derek's out on the town. We fly to Cincinnati. Uh, I get a message from our PR guy saying the boss wants to speak to you. I'm like, damn, I'm in trouble. He called me and named me captain. We're very proud to introduce the 11th captain of the New York Yankees, Derek Jeter. Well, I don't know why, you know, he chose it. He just said that he thought that this was the time. I remember George calling me. And he says, I'm, I'm going to name Derek Captain. Something was happening between the two, and he wanted to fix it. Well, obviously, uh, it goes without saying how great of an honor it is for me to be here and be named the 11th captain in Yankee history. I mean, you know, I'm a Yankee historian, so, you know, Lou Gehrig, Thurman Munson, Willow, Nettles, Guidry, Donnie. It's not a title thrown around too lightly. Very few of us get that opportunity being given that responsibility to help lead that team. It was just a, just a real sense of pride being a part of a small group of great Yankee captains. I took that responsibility seriously. You know, Derek Jeter, if they had named him captain three years ago, uh, that would have been the right time. There's nothing I would have done differently if I were not the captain. I tried to lead by example. 
And, you know, I tried to get to know my teammates. Just because you're in a position of power doesn't mean people are going to listen to you. They may hear you, but it doesn't mean they're going to listen to you and respect you. You got to take the time to get to know people that you're leading. You know, I like to operate with people privately. Don't do it because everyone's watching you. You don't do it because cameras are on, but you do what you feel is right to help the team. Mattress keeping you up and letting you down? Nectar's Labor Day sale is delivering our sweetest deal ever right to your door. So you can try out an award-winning Nectar mattress in your home today. That's right. Sleep on it. Risk-free for a full year with Nectar's unbeatable 365-night trial. And with our unheard-of forever warranty, you know everything's going to be all right. Right now, you can save big with 33% off everything and as little as $34 a month in free shipping. But a deal this sweet won't last. Go to Nectarsleep.com now. Last chance for savings. Did you know that there's a company out there that will pay you to lose weight? Healthy weight. Get paid to lose weight just like Jamica, Jack, and Jessica. I got my check. <laughs> I spent my check. It's for real. HealthyWager.com. Before and bath fitter. Now's the time to call bath fitter to get a beautiful after. With our unique tub over tub process, there's no mess or stress. Bath fitter, it just fits. Visit bathfitter.com to book your free consultation. This is a story that takes place every Saturday. There's magic rocks, wild animals, techno, and rivalries that go back decades. This story has everything. Want to hear it? Are your headlights cloudy and oxidized, making your car look bad? Are they underperforming when you need them most? Cerakote's Headlight Restoration Kit restores weathered headlights back to like new and keeps them that way for life. Stop wasting your time with solutions that don't last. Cerakote's kit includes everything you need to go from this to this. Simply wipe away oxidation, give them a light sanding, and apply the ceramic coating. That's it. The true ceramic technology does the rest. They'll restore clarity, look great, and are guaranteed to last. Available at Walmart and Amazon. I got this $1,000 camera for only $41 on DealDash. DealDash.com. Online auctions since 2009. This PlayStation 5 sold for only 50 cents. This iPad Pro sold for less than $34. And this Nintendo Switch sold for less than $20. I got this KitchenAid stand mixer for only $56. I got this barbecue smoker for $26. And shipping is always free. Go to DealDash.com right now and see how much you can save. Hit high in the air to left field, going to the corner, Yaspinski. It's over the wall, it's a home run for Bucky Dent. If there's one thing you need to know about the Boston Red Sox, it's that they're always short of the Yankees, not quite trying to win. They would complain They'd about not winning since 1918. It really began the change when the new ownership group came into Boston. We will extinguish the curse of the Bambino. Our focus was on constructing a championship caliber team, you know, with, with hungry players who were fearless. And they were talking a big game. Larry Lucchino refers to them as the evil empire. I'm a little upset when they called the New York Yankees an evil empire. Do you like it? So Pedro's going to come inside today. We didn't like them. They didn't like us. I don't hate the Yankees. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't like the word hate. We hated each other. We really did. Here's a pitch to Manny. There's a fly ball deep down the left field line into the upper deck. But Red Sox, you know, they have a good team now. You know, every time we played those guys, man, it was, it seemed like it was life or death. We could have some trouble here this afternoon. They're not going away, and we know we weren't going away. We weren't obsessed with them, and we didn't fear them. Let's focus on kicking their ass on the field. One of the fiercest rivalries in all of sports, Boston and New York. This is why players play, why writers write, and why fans are fans. You couldn't help to notice that it was different than any other series. It was built up like it was the end of the world. This, this is almost like the World Series, really. I think they were tired of hearing about us. We were an incredible offensive juggernaut. Another Boston home run. In there, call strike three, and this one's over. Two best teams in baseball. Grab ball to short. Keaton touches second, goes to first, double play. 
Boy, did the Yankees need that. Struck him out swinging. Fastball up. And this series is tied in a game of peace going to Fenway. You're going to see a few hitters straightened up, too, with Pedro Martinez and Roger Clemens pitching against one another. All that hype played a part, and you can feel it on the field. No one wants to make a mistake. Curveball, that one is in high and deep. That one is right back there, and it is over everything. That's into the corner, and that is really rough. And the Yankees are figuring out Pedro Martinez here in this fourth inning. We were on him. We, we had great at-bats against him. I see ya. Takes one over his head and shoots a look out at Pedro. Garcia's not happy. I wish Kareem would have charged him out. We were ready. I mean, everybody was screaming at him. And the Yankees are out of the dugout. I hated him. Martinez now pointing. That's the wrong thing to do. He's not saying to use your head. He's saying, I'll hit you in the head. I got the magic bullet now. It's in my court. Somebody's going to eat one before it's over. Ramirez. And look at Ramirez. I don't know where Pedro went. I'm looking for him all over the place. And next thing you know, we see this ball-headed man go flying across the field. Oh, my gosh, Don Zimmer went after Pedro, and Pedro threw him down. You know, you see a bald head. I, I, I thought it was David Wells. Don Zimmer, bench coach of the Yankees. He's 72 years old. I don't think Zimmer was the right guy to go after Pedro. Who was the right guy to go after? Anybody. Anybody but Zim. Everybody knew at the start of this game it was likely to get hot, but uh, nobody thought it was going to look like this. If that happened in New York, we would have arrested the perpetrator. Nobody should throw a 70-year-old man to the ground. It was in the ninth inning that another fight erupted in the bullpen. New York pitcher Jeff Nelson and Karim Garcia in a fight with a part-time Red Sox employee. We've upgraded it from a battle to a war. 2-2 two two pitch. Swing and there's a long drive. It is gone. What the Yankees and the Red Sox did against each other, to each other, for each other, was the most remarkable period of baseball in my life. The series just won't die, will it? Veritek to short. Cheater knocks it down. Cheater gets the out. What a play by Derek Jeter. Watching these Red Sox, you wouldn't know that they were down 3-2. to two. That's hammered into left field. Veritek into the upper deck. The Red Sox... Not only are they not afraid of these guys, they might be better. Nixon hammers one to deep right. It's 9-6 Boston. For the first time, the Red Sox instilled fear into the hearts of the New York Yankees. There was just this belief that it's our time. We're going to get there. We're going to be part of the greatest World Series ever. Because at the time, the Cubs were competing. And it was like, oh yeah, they're going to do it. We're going to do it. And we're going to play them. For me, it was business as usual. Game 7 of the American League Championship Series. Clemens and Pedro Martinez. The curse will be on the line. You could feel the electricity. Something's going to happen tonight. Nixon into right center field. The Red Sox strike first. Home run Millar. It's 4-0 Boston. Here comes Joe Torre, and that is it for Roger Clemens. Really upset in the locker room. You know, is the season going to be over? Is it not? You got Pedro out there. He's one of the best. Peter strikes out. You don't want to fall behind Pedro. Ortiz has a long drive to right. Back is Garcia on the track at the wall. It's good. Boston has a 5-2 lead. It was a morgue. It didn't seem like there was much faith that they were going to come back. Pedro had given a Herculean effort coming off the mound, pointing up to the heavens and getting his hugs in the, in the dugout and stuff. That's, uh, that's usually it for the pitcher. Boy, is it strange that Little is not going to his bullpen? And with one out here in the bottom of the eighth inning, he works to Derek Jeter. When I'm actually playing, I don't really get nervous because my mind would go, something good's going to happen. Plus, it was Boston at the time. You don't ever say it, but you think they'll find a way to screw it up. The Red Sox, five defensive outs away from heading to the World Series. The pitch is swung on and line, a deep right field. Nixon going back, away back, and it's over his head. Peter goes through second and holds on with a double. It's not like we had to say it, but you think in your head, like, something's going to happen. And I think going into game seven is weird because Cubs lost. 
like, uh-oh. Cheater rounds third. He'll score. And the Red Sox have a 5-3 lead. Brady Little out of the dugout. With 115 pitches on the night, Brady Little is going to stick with his starter. Well, I'm amazed at Brady Little. Grady's closer to the players than anybody else. I mean, he believed in Pedro a lot more than the relievers we had available. But, yeah, of course, everyone, everyone in that ballpark thought that was it at that point. Now, Pedro holds the set and deals. Line like a bullet. It's a ground rule double. The Yankees are a single away from tying the game. And he stays out for Posada. Jorge never had success off Pedro. I mean, none. Probably the best pitcher that I have ever faced. I told Derek, I really feel like he knows what I'm thinking. And he starts laughing. I said, no, he didn't. He said, stop guessing, you know, look for the ball. But you could tell, man, especially considering what had happened during the whole brawl and Pedro pointing at his head and Jorge wanted to fight him, I felt like something good was going to happen. It'll be a 2-2. Two, two. Swung on and looped to shallow center field. It is a base hit. One run scores, Bernie. Here's Matsui. He scores. Bostana goes to second. And the Yankees have come all the way back in one of the greatest comebacks you'll ever see. And now in a tie game, the Yankees bring in Mariano Rivera. I said, well, Lord, I mean, I'm here. Pitch the nine. Pitch the 10. Pitch the 11. Three shutout innings from Mariano Rivera. Sets up the bottom of the 11th in game seven. When I came back to the dugout, Mel says, Mo, you're done. I said, I'm done or what? Uh, no, you're done pitching. I said, I'm not done. But he said, no, don't worry, because we want to win. Here's Aaron Boone to lead off. Aaron Boone picked up at the trading deadline from Cincinnati. Aaron didn't start the game. He was struggling. He's a little pissed off. Do batting practice to him. I said, listen, man, you're going to be my pick to click tonight. Stay ready, because you never know. The only thing I said to him, just go up there and... The best way to keep up with your team is to keep your radio on 1037 The Buzz. We're finally going to score. <laughs> Thank God. freaking Boone. <laughs> there was just so much in that game. You see Aaron Boone rounding the bases, yet a Yankee pitcher is on the mound. <laughs> I think before that thing was out, I was on the mound. I was thanking the Lord for giving us the victory. No doubt. I thought we were going to win that game. Never crossed my mind we weren't. Why? Boston. When you look over in the press box, Randy Levine looks at the field. Randy Levine behind Joe. And he shakes his fist and he says, take that, you 1918 pieces of There's the boss in his sunglasses and he's waving at the Red Sox bus. We win again. You know, from where we sat, it was, uh, look at these buttoned up, entitled, elitist, Lords of the realm here, losing to those guys in that way, you know, made it hurt even more. You know, we're going to use this to motivate us for next year, and we're never going to let this happen again. Here we go. The 2003 World Series is underway. There wasn't as much energy in the building for game one. Single and the bottoms lead 3-1. A line drive just out of Jeter's reach. Did we come out a little flat? Maybe, but that's our fault. After the emotional and draining ALCS, it was almost as if the World Series kind of caught them by surprise. And the Florida Marlins have defeated the New York Yankees in game one of this World Series. You know, the Marlins came to play. Marlins were young, they were cocky. Swinging a drive down the left field line. It's gone! And it's over. The Marlins have won it in 12-4-3. It's easy to say, yeah, you know what? We just came off a big series. That's why we lost. Now they beat us. 
Posada, slow roller right side. Beckett picks it up, catch Posada, and the Florida Marlins are world champions. The Marlins have stunned the Yankees. You play for the Yankees, you know, if you don't win a World Series and the season's a failure, I said that after we won. I think it changed the expectation level. Once you win, then there's nowhere else to go. Getting back to a World Series is not success. That's failure. University's affordable academic model allows many students to attend for less than the cost of a state university and with less debt after graduation. Scholarships are still available. Find your purpose at gcu.edu slash myoffer. Bathfitter is a better way to remodel your tub. A custom-made watertight fit and high-quality materials mean a beautiful tub and a great value. Bathfitter, it just fits. Visit bathfitter.com to book your free consultation. Is HelloFresh worth the price? Absolutely. It's cheaper than grocery shopping, and they deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to my door so I can skip the trip and start cooking whenever it fits my schedule. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TV17 and use code TV17 to get this Labor Day offer. Internet without trackers. Without malware-ridden files. Zen. Be more cyber zen. Get NordVPN. Meet Away's iconic suitcases, redesigned. With even more traveler-friendly features. In new colors, inspired by the world. Designed to stand out. Blend in. And look good everywhere you go. More color, more luggage, more travel. Away. Shop at awaytravel.com. Give us next level superstars. This is premier baseball. Oh my God, he caught it! <laughs> Rockies, Giants, and NL West battle on Sunday Night Baseball. I got this $1,000 camera for only $41 on DealDash. DealDash.com. Online auctions since 2009. This PlayStation 5 sold for only 50 cents. This iPad Pro sold for less than $34. And this Nintendo Switch sold for less than $20. I got this KitchenAid stand mixer for only $56. I got this barbecue smoker for $26. And shipping is always free. Go to DealDash.com right now and see how much you can save. Is your car's plastic trim faded and milky? Don't worry. Cerakote's ceramic trim coat restores oxidized trim effortlessly. Just wipe it on. It's guaranteed for 200 washes. Even dust won't stick to it. Keep your car looking professional. It's the number one selling ceramic trim coating on the market. Selling your oxidized, faded trim car? Detailed cars sell for way more than faded cars. Read the thousands of five-star reviews for yourself. Available now at Walmart. Now playing shortstop for the Boston Red Sox, Alex Rodriguez. After 2003 and having our hearts broken, all the front office said, we're going to go out and have you know, the best possible offseason we can have. Alex was probably the best player on the planet. Ultimately, we would trade Manny for Alex. We had a, a handshake deal with the Rangers. Felt a little bit like I had an opportunity to be like a little bit like Magic and his bird. Uh, Yankees, Red Sox, they had all the dynamics to be just incredible for baseball. At the time when A-Rod was a Red Sox, it was an atom bomb, a feeling like this is it, that the Red Sox had completely shifted the balance. Yeah, no, I mean, it would have been a with him in Boston. It really would have been. In the chilly days before Christmas, A-Rod was all but sized for his new Red Sox cap, a deal done except for the devil of the money details. To his credit, he was willing to walk away from a lot of money to make this happen. The Players Association had a strong policy that players weren't allowed to walk away from money. Ultimately, the deal fell apart because it was just a bridge too far. There was a feeling that inevitably A-Rod would wind up in Boston, and that's not going to happen. That's got to be crushing in Boston. I was destroyed. I mean, we had worked so hard on that deal. Well, for the fans in Boston, 
This news comes about three months, an 11th inning swing too late. Yankees third baseman Aaron Boone could miss the entire upcoming season because of a knee injury. About a week later, I'm now collecting my MVP award. I got placed next to Alex Rodriguez during the baseball writers' dinner. Aaron Boone had blown out his knee, so now we've lost our third baseman. So right away during this dinner, I'm thinking about, well, I wonder if this guy would play third base. I ordered a little cocktail, a little Tito's. Not well, Tito's, not back then. It was probably Belvedere and soda back then. And uh, I'm not a big drinker, so you get me one, I'm already a little lightheaded. He was having, I think, some scotch or something. And I think just in passing and totally playing around, he says, too bad you're not willing to play third base because you could be wearing pinstripes. And I was one drink in. And I was like, oh, that's, that's funny. And it was about 45 minutes later, and I said, hey, were you serious about playing third base? I was at my house in Tampa, me and my dad, and the boss called me. I never told anybody that. And he said that uh, we're going to trade for Alex. He said, unless you have a problem with it. And, you know, first of all, if I had a problem with it, I ain't going to say I have a problem with it. Right? <laughs> um, and I said, I don't have a problem with it. And then we traded for Alex. Did you have a problem? No, I didn't have a problem with, no, because one, it was made very clear um, Alex was being acquired to play third base. On his way to Boston, Alex Rodriguez is stopping off in the Bronx. The Yankees have found Aaron Boone's replacement. I remember my reaction was like, of course, that's, that's the Yankees. Like, everything breaks their way. So you guys lose Roger, lose Andy, and you add Kevin Brown, Sheffield, Lofton, A-Rod. How different will your club be this year? Well, hopefully we'll be better. George Steinbrenner had the thought that it would be really important for Derek Jeter to be at the press conference introducing Alex Rodriguez. I'm sure from George Steinbrenner's perspective that it was about squelching any concern moving forward that there is an issue between these two. February in New York is usually not a place where Derek Jeter is. He's usually in Florida getting ready for the season. If their team captain isn't there, there's a lot to answer for. I don't want to say Derek looked unhappy, but he certainly looked like he was uh, asked to be there and not volunteered to be there. I know people made a, such a big deal out of the press. They said I looked miserable at the press conference, and uh, that was, it really wasn't the case. When we got him, they had the story that we, we didn't get along, we weren't going to get along. That was an easy, easy target, right? So let's just go after the, the relationship. Everybody's going back to the Esquire magazine. Let me read this quote. Jeter's been blessed with great talent around him. He's never had to lead. He can just go. You know, our issues that we had in the past, in my mind, were over with. I, I don't have to deal with it anymore. Like, I'll turn it off. Is he going to come help us win? It's over with, it's done with, and uh, I'm tired of answering questions about it. I wish you guys would let them alone and just let them play. You're making too much of it. Derek had a terrible start and was actually getting booed in Yankee Stadium. I was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, the slump. You can find it. You know, it's easy to say, oh yeah, okay, Alex is there, so now I'm not swinging that well. He is 0 for 31. Could have played a part, right? Because there was so much attention now on individuals, as opposed to it's all about the team and the team winning. Fair to say that they may have played a part. I think the original plan was the best because it would have had me at Boston, it would have had him in New York. We both would have been shortstops, kind of going against each other. The first month, I didn't feel comfortable with me being there and I didn't feel like he felt comfortable either in, I think, late April or something, playing the White Sox. And it's something in the middle innings and it just starts raining, like, hard. The entire dugout clears out, and him and I are the only two sitting there, like a scene out of a movie. Yeah, it's a true story. I mean, I, I don't remember all the detail. I remember it did rain. I do remember at some point we were both in the dugout together. I approached him and I said, hey, are we good? And he said, hmm, kinda. 
I said, well, what's up? What's happening? And he said, well, I was talking to my father, and I really don't understand why in the prime of your career you just won an MVP, you just won Gold Glove. Why would you want to give that up to come play third base? I'm not sure I would have done that. So I'm, I'm wondering, like, kind of like, what's your agenda? I could only look at it from my point of view. Right? If, if someone came to me and said, um, you know, you have an opportunity to go somewhere else and you have to switch positions, I'd be like, man, I don't know if I can handle this. You know, I'll just be honest with you, I don't think I could have handled it. I said, I came here knowing that the captain of the team and a four-time world champion was the shortstop. I respect that shortstop. I respect you. And if George Steinbrenner called me into his office Get your popcorn ready. We've got the entertainment right here on 103.7 The Buzz. KABZ Little Rock. I came here to play third base. I give it to him. You know, he, he never brought up playing shortstop or there are never any whispers from someone about him wanting to play shortstop. I think he committed to playing third base. And um, you got to give him credit for that. We're in the top of the 12th inning. The Yankees and the Red Sox are tied at three. Typical Yankee-Red Sox series where everyone's paying attention. It's like if you win the series, then you're going to run away with the division. If you lose the series, then your season's over. One, two. He loops that to left field. Going to be a tough play. Jeter on the run makes the play. Wow. And flies into the stands. not a difficult play to make. Catching the ball was not difficult, but I knew from being over there before, I, I didn't have enough time to stop. You know, everyone says, well, why didn't you just stop? I couldn't stop. I mean, it's just full tilt. There's no way you can... I jump over the photographer's pit, and then I hit the chair where there was no fan sitting. It was, it was painful. Wow, Gina really banged yeah, himself he, up. You can't say enough about him. What is he? He's a winner. Watching an incredible baseball game. That play and that game took on such meaning. You know, Derek, the captain of the Yankees, representing everything that was going right over there. It reinforces just all the collective sacrifice that has to go on to make a championship caliber team. And we hadn't gotten to that point yet. Give up your body play. Mom and dad are obviously concerned. Now I went to the hospital because my eye blew up. Right? And they were concerned that I might have broken the uh, orbital bone. But I told Mr. T I was playing the next day. That one's drilled deep to left field. The Yankees will win the game. The Yankees win the game. I mean, you have one career, right? Your career is only so many years. The ultimate goal is to win. If we don't win, somebody else is winning. 